Hey, 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 everyone. Welcome back to Spilling the GNT Podcast. We're here with Paolo. And Dr. Tom. Now, we're here to give you the opinion you never really asked for. But we're giving it anyway. That's right. Now, Paolo here's a performer. Ooh, and Dr. Tom's a psychiatrist. Hmm. And we're here to give you our professional... Professional. Professional review on... Canada's Drag Race Season 2. So, let's raise a glass. Or a bottle. And start spilling... The GNT. <laughs> Clean. What's that whisper at the end? I was really, you know, giving a theatrical. Um, yeah, well, no, I was just really going for like variations you know in my voice. Got. No, you've got. I was going you? high. I was going low. I was going sideways. You know, what you've got though, don't you? <clears throat> what? You got a trick up your <laughs> sleeve. I keep on guessing, guessing. <laughs> so you learn your lesson, lesson. Oh God. I think. I think. You know. She's become like a little favourite of mine. I feel like weirdly protective of Eve. Eve's six thousand. Now, obviously, mm. we're referencing the was it the musical? Yeah, from a couple Eve, of weeks ago. Eve, our singer. Three weeks ago. Um, you know what? That was that was a reveal. There was an exposure. They exposed Eve. I tell you what the reveal was, that she couldn't sing. That was the reveal. It was an expose. I will expose you. Not just that, the whole like past the big reveal. And you never saw it coming, baby. <laughs> and the wig, fu- and then the wig, wig fell off, and the dress fell off, along with a kinky boots. And then she put the wig back on for yeah. the next reveal. I oh, know. And it's just a train wreck. It's just like, it's like, you know, Mariah Carey? Yeah. The New Year's Eve? Yeah, it's very that. It's very that, like you're watching it and you're like, oh my God, it can't get any worse, but it gets worse. I, I love and it's just like, is, is someone going to do anything? Is anyone going to stop it? But no one stops it and they allow her to keep going. Yeah, now I'm walking yeah. over here and even the dancers are just like I can't believe I studied years to dance behind this here that I've been looking for I told all my friends and family to watch me in the New Year's special and here I am dancing to no vocals I would have been humiliated I just would get me off that stage it's um, particularly interesting as well because um, the other girls, they all stayed in character and reacted how they were supposed to react to Reveliana. And so even though it's like really ropey, like you see Cynthia going like, oh, wow, kind of thing. And Kendall like looking away going, oh, wow, kind of thing. It's hey, amazing. Ah, ah. They're acting. They're acting. <laughs> Yes, well, Eve's all around. Eve actually sent home who last week? Suki oh, doll. Suki. We're truly heartbroken. Oh. We love Suki. Do you know, Suki inspired us to watch Double Happiness last week because yeah. we were so intrigued by... Because we love Sandra Oh, and we thought, oh, it'd be really cool to see an early film of hers. And we knew that there were themes around kind of like immigration and family and stuff. So it was really intriguing to you in particular, wasn't it, with those themes? Um, It was relatable. Yeah. It was just quite relatable, Tom. And it was great film. We recommend it. We found it somewhere. We thought, um, we it was, it was on Amazon. It was, it was on Amazon Prime. Prime was yeah, for yeah, free. Yeah. Um, it was it was it's cool when you see things from um, well known actors. Yeah. I didn't know that Sandra O oh goes back that far. I literally thought she debuted on Grey's Anatomy. Well, she's so youthful looking, isn't she? I just, I, I, she, she, it's hard, it's hard to place her age because she's so youthful looking. Oh, I'm, I mean, let's but when be did Grey's debut? Was that late nineties or early noughties? I remember it being a thing when noughties. I was in uni. So it was the noughties. noughties. It was yeah. definitely the noughties. Noughties. The noughties. The noughties. You look at me, mate. The noughties are coming back round again. I love. I love how kids on TikTok now like reference the early noughties. Like it's like, like it's, a, like like it's, it's retro, a, and it's like, bitch, I lived it. Like you know, you know when like someone has uh, someone's date of birth, they're like yeah. two thousand, and and I'm like, just stop there. <laughs> yes. Just stop. That what I'm get, and I'm getting, not yeah. only did you say two thousand, but then you said and I was like no. I'm getting no. increasing with patience at work, and I'm like wait, I don't do cams, I don't do adolescent. Oh, you're an adult, but you're born in the noughties. Okay, <laughs> that's where we are now. <laughs> there's, 20, there's twenty-one year olds out there, yeah, who are two thousand. My brother, my youngest brother, is a two thousand baby. Why two K? Oh my god! Remember it was a thing to like write down as well. Why two K? Y2K. I remember that. I remember that whole buzz. Of the world's going to end. And because, you know, 
because I I grew up here. I grew up in New Zealand. I was so scared. Everyone was panicking and everything. And you know, my family, my mom and my dad were just like, "You guys are so stupid. You are so stupid. You we we move here from Samoa to New Zealand, and you think there is a bug that's gonna wipe out. You think that this mm-hmm. is there's a calendar. Like, no, the Lord's got different plans. But my mom was calling everyone silly and they stupid, face, and I was so. like, "Mom, you don't know. You're gonna die." <laughs> <laughs> and then and then and then it came in when and I was like, oh okay, maybe it was such a weird idea. The idea that computers couldn't cope with it becoming the year two thousand, and it was going to have these ca- catastrophic effects. It was the so- Millennium Bug. The Millennium Bug has only been spoke about for like. A year leading up to the year 2000. Well, it was like, stock up your foods, everyone. <laughs> it's going to be the Rupocalypse. Well, in New Zealand, they're like, this is what you need. Get canned goods. You need to get lots of water for storage. You need to get buy all this food, uh, foods that last. That, that Was that not happening here? It wasn't that. I never bought into it. I'm always very remiss about things like that. Like, my, my main thought process, and uh, like, for whatever reason, is kind of like, do you know what? The worst doesn't usually happen. Let's just carry on. It was like the pandemic. Everyone mm. was shopping like it was the pandemic in New Zealand. It was, it was bizarre. But like I was fully into it, and I was. I remember crying. Oh no! I was crying. Oh no! I, was like, I love you, Bob. I love you, Bob. <laughs> I love all my brothers. You guys are the best brothers. I'm gonna see you in heaven. Oh god, I was so dramatic. Oh my god, Paula. God, uh, yeah. <laughs> well, like, we talk about like the actual like, countdown to 2000, yeah, like New yeah, Year's yeah, Eve. Yeah, it's like, like, like near it. I was just like, oh, oh god, oh my god. It really wasn't like that in the UK. It was like it was a big kind of like, ooh, you know, going to party like it's 1999. Very that. <sighs> but I think, age. I, I think oh, to be young there's that thing about New Zealand, you know, just, you know, having a... Uh, having a what? A different outlook. On what? What? Well, it seems like you guys were a bit... Well, whether it was you or all of New Zealand, sounds like you're a bit more well, dramatic about it. maybe it was just me. Okay? <laughs> maybe it was you. <laughs> if you talk to another Kiwi, they're like, what do you mean? No one was like that. And I'm like, well, and you, you were know, crying this and guy from my podcast that listened to him, <laughs> he was actually really dramatic. He said that the world was ending. He saw the angels. He, he heard the trumpets. Could could some of our Kiwi listeners maybe send us a little email or a, or a, or a message just say, was it the same for you? I'd be, I'd be keen to know. Curious minds want to know. Yeah, well. <clears throat> anyway. Anyway, so Suki Doll, we miss Suki Doll. She was a real ray of sunshine. She was so funny. I, I, I named her as somebody I wanted to, or thought would go far, actually, in the first episode, because she had this effervescence plus the fashion. Unfortunately, they just didn't love her Yoko Ono. I'm going to say I didn't hate it. I could see what she was going for. There was at least a thought process. The whole thing was kind of like, oh, you know, the joke is going to be about her being a bit arty-farty and, like, anything could be performance. I just... It didn't get the response she hoped for. I I was tickled when she put bog roll on what's her name, on Jim Carrey. I think I I didn't see the funny in her performance. I found her um, natural charisma mm-hmm. more funny. She yeah. had one very good joke that she be given credit for when she was but asked. But it wasn't on the, on the snatch game. But it's part of it. It is. It's, but it's not. That's, that's the format in Canada though. They have the red carpet segment, and it, it, it's one point if you ask me. The thing about you, Tom, is that when you like a queen, it's game over. No, it's I'm like, totally you will, unbiased. You will protect them to the death. I remember Juju B liked your post and reposted your stuff. Jiggly on Caliente, Instagram. thank Jiggly you. Jiggly Caliente reposted something from yours, and then the whole season for All Stars, you wouldn't see a bad thing about her. Because you're like, no, no, I can't. You. Like, she's my friend. It's like you, you have to learn that we, we have to be. Object- I'm impartial. I'm a professional. I'm a journalist. You are I'm not on the minute you like someone or someone likes your post. And, and listen How to dare any, dra- you? any How drag dare queens you? out there. If any, any drag queens, if you make it onto if you make it onto RuPaul's Drag Race and you want Tom to just sing your praises, all you have to do is like one of his photos. All you have to do you. is follow him on Instagram. I follow us on the podcast, and then that's it. You're set for life. We will. He will. He will protect. I, I don't you. even check the likes. I don't even know who's liking. <laughs> I have no idea. I don't pay attention. It just doesn't appeal to me. No, no, it's no. a pretend. It's not who I am. No, you're not. No. You're not that kind of girl. Because you <laughs> are not that kind of girl. I am not that kind of low fructose girl. We on episode five. Quick recap. Last week again, we said bye to Suki. Eve sends her home, but Eve should never have been in the bottom. In my opinion, it should definitely have been Adriana. Adriana I think- was rescued from the bottom, defo, because yeah. her Sofia Vergara um, had none of the characteristics. The makeup was busted. Let's call a spade a spade. Adriana's gorgeous, but for some reason she made herself less beautiful to be the gorgeous Sofia Vergara. What's that about? 
Because she's got a great face for drag and really good makeup. I don't know what went wrong there. Um, and there were no jokes. There were no jokes. Suki had one joke. And at least Eve was in character. I know I'm, I'm, maybe I'm being a... Unbut- no, no, no. Eve shouldn't have been in the... She should have been bottom three, not bottom two. Mm-hmm. And there was at least... A, she tried to do that thing of kind of like... Um, oh, you know, I'm going to be undercover gay and flirt with this guy now because that's funny. You know, the idea of Bernie Sanders flirting with that cute guy who's on the panel. I absolutely believe Gia should have been in the bottom. I'm just saying that when Gia. it looks... Sorry, not Gia. Eve should have definitely have been in the bottom. But when you put her next to Adriana's Sofia Vergara, I just felt like Sofia was a bit worse for wear. Then a, lo- a lot of the comments seem to suggest that it wasn't a well-received snatch game all around. And when I when I think about it, so- I think so, I I don't know how I think I felt, but I remember finished watching the snatch game and looking at you, and I said, "Oh, well, that was our reaction." I'm sure if you play the tape, we're a bit like, "Well, that happened." Yeah, Let, let's find oh. the ch- let's find the chuckles. What did we enjoy? Yeah. Kind of think. Um, it's not like we were lolling. No, it was um, just like, huh? That that was there. Cin- I do think Cynthia was a really deserving winner. I think you know it was weird that Gia wasn't in the top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Kimura was... was put in the top, which we didn't understand. I didn't get it. Her runway was beautiful, beautiful, but not the performance, and that's what we value most. Yeah. Anyway, the girls are back in the room now, aren't they? Are yes. They? yes. Well, I don't know, Tom. <laughs> but that's kind of the trend. Let's have a look. <laughs> I mean, the girls walk in from the maxi stage runway place. Yes. Judgment it's area. A, yeah, judge, judgment zone. And um, they just repeat what we just said. Goodbye, Suki. You'll be They all missed. love her. And that's... It's, it's lovely when a queen is so universally liked and they all say they're going to miss her. Um, Pythia came, obviously comes from the same area of Canada as her. So she's particularly going to miss her. But she's going to be strong. She can be strong for Suki's sake. And that's it. They said that. There's not a lot of conjecture, nah, is there? Nothing. Um, I mean, Kimora agrees with us that she shouldn't have been at the top, basically. What? Kimora said she couldn't believe she was in the top. Oh, yeah. I, I, don't, I don't know where that came from, but they enjoyed her, I guess. Now, they, um, they talk about it here briefly, but then it's brought up again the next day how they were asking Eve, do you think you should have, you should have been at the bottom? Mm-hmm. And she's like, no, I should have been safe, but I don't think I should have been in the bottom lip syncing. And there's an agreement from Adriana. Adriana's like, yeah, I, I, she was surprised that she yeah. wasn't. I definitely feel like she was saved. I think Adriana's a, a sweet and sensible person. I think she gets when she's not done a great job. And I think she's not going <clears> to <throat> fight that. She's aware of it. Eve, Eve isn't, <laughs> almost disappointingly really, Eve isn't quite as dramatic as usual this episode. She's kind of like, oh yeah, you know, I probably shouldn't have been in the bottom. Here's what it is. She felt validated by winning the lip here, here it is. There's being in the bottom mm-hmm. and like when you're in the bottom, I don't know what she was saying beforehand. Uh, maybe she felt so secure and being safe. So she wasn't lashing out. Mm-hmm. For In her mind, there was no need for her to lash out in the untucked because she felt like, yeah, I was bad but there were actually two people way worse than me yeah so there was she she wasn't going to be dramatic there was no need there was no need for it there's no need to lash out and now she was in the bottom but she's coming out as a victorious winner of a lip sync so she's kind of on that it's interesting high. isn't it it's, she's yeah. on that high of even though and being in the bottom she's on the high of winning the lip sync so the reason that we're not hearing her be so emotional is because we're not seeing her in her feelings as someone who will be in the bottom she was yeah a bit like oh yeah i'm good yeah we've spoken about eve kind of like having a real need for validation and i think good for her she's finding the validation in winning the lip sync rather than finding the invalidation of being in the bottom two if you ask me that's already character growth she's um she's blossoming i'm proud of you eve six thousand (laughs) five hundred By the end of the show, I want Eve ten thousand. Um, Eve ten k to be to quote her to quote Dragon Ball Z. I hope her power level becomes over nine thousand. Episode 
It's a meme, isn't it, where Vegeta looks at What's-His-Face and he's all like, his power level's over 9,000! I mean, that number grows and grows as the series <laughs> goes on. Uh, the, the mini-challenge is, you know, a, a bit of a bit of stupidity, silliness. I will say that I appreciate the message here. I think um, as a community, we should talk about safe sex as often as possible. I think there are quite um, toxic influences within our subculture where people are pressurized into unsafe practices or seduced into them. And I think the more we talk about being safe, the better. Have all the fun you want. Have all the sex you want with whoever will consent. Have a great time. Just be safe. I think think that's such a a, a necessary message. I think the introduction of PrEP Mm. has really pushed unsafe sex. Fully agree. Because everyone's... A lot of the gays have this mentality that, well, as long as I'm not getting HIV, it's fine because there's a pill or there's a injection to cure me of everything else. There isn't, though. What about hepatitis? What about herpes? And I think that's the education that we need, that more people need. I think everyone just says, yay, prep's going to stop me from that really bad one. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to go there and live my slut life. I, and I have no, there is no slut shaming on this absolutely podcast. Absolutely not. You slut your life away. Absolutely. I mean... Before Tom was on the podcast, the places I would push him out of, draw him out of the clubs, <laughs> the situations that I used to find Tom in. The I, dark I, rooms. I saved him oh. from... I showed him the light you in know, the dark room. The and, I, and it was the light. I would shine yeah. my torch on him and expose him. Yeah. Like, whore, the, get out of here! The back alleys. Oh, God. Yes. Um, no, but in all seriousness, kind of like, again... There's, there's no shame. There's no shame whatsoever in consenting partners, however many consenting partners, whoever they may be, if songs are of the age of consent, have all the fun you want. That's wonderful. And there should be no shame there whatsoever. It's just about people being fully informed about safe practices and make sure you're keeping your partners safe because it's not just about you. Yeah. You Tom, know? You sound like, have you been cheated on? <laughs> It's all about keeping your partner safe. Yes, I matter too. Okay, I matter. Thank you. Uh, But you're right. You're completely right. You know, prep is a double-edged sword because sure, it's massively helped with um, levels of HIV contraction, which is wonderful. But there are other things that there's loads of other things that doesn't protect against that you cannot cure with antibiotics. I want you guys to know in London, when you go to the sexual health clinic, there is always... I I heard... I heard <laughs> and in London that there's always a very long queue that goes outside of the clinic along in Soho that goes along the street but again, on the Wednesday. There the- should be no shame in attending the sexual health clinic if you, if you are not with It's a- like Grinder. You know what? You know what Grinder looks like in real life? It's the yeah. sexual health clinic line. Exactly. In, in London. Exactly. Not as like, good. The lighting's I'm- not as good and the poses exactly. aren't as forced. You know what? I'll be like, oh, that guy looks like this one over here. I don't know. He looks a bit taller in his phone. Photos. Wow! Oh no, but, that, you know here, that's him ten years ago. That's that. You know, that's what, or twenty kgs ago. <laughs> but what Brr. I would say is not. There's no shame in being in the line at the sexual health clinic either. You should be getting checked regularly. If you're not you, in a monogamous relationship with an exclusive partner, then you should be getting checked regularly. There should be shame in people putting up inaccurate photos of themselves. <laughs> that's the real shame. That, that's where the shame. That's the real shame. Be. Okay, shame on you. Shame, shame on you. <laughs> Uh, let's move on. So they had to do this mini challenge, and I ha- I was telling you that I-, I had a flashback. Now this is I don't know if this is a bit too much. Go on. Um, well, we can always edit it out. No, because they're talking about the- they're talking about what's an orgasm, what's a climax, and then they were showing the climax, and I felt like she was having a fit as the banana. She was just like, <laughs> I-, I thought she was having a fit as a, a banana, fit. a fit as a banana, <laughs> and it-, 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 it reminded me of a time that someone had a fit. <laughs> Well, Gia wasn't doing her job properly then, during, was she? No, she was. That, 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 she, someone had a fit during an orgasm. And I was like... What, during your personal experience? Yes. <laughs> wow. We are sharing today. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, what's happening? Um, out of interest, you know, because there's a lot of things that can cause fits. Apparently, afterwards, they said, the, oh, yeah. The this, person this, had this, epilepsy. Is that what it was? That every time they climax, this happens? <laughs> Shouldn't usually for a person with epilepsy if it's well controlled. No, no. But, is... but then the word fit can be used quite loosely. Sometimes it means, you know, tonic clonic seizure. Some people will use it to describe like vasovagal attacks or something. So it sounds maybe a bit more like that. 
Did they sort of pass out and faint and judder a bit? No, they were juddering. Juddering. Whatever, they were... Paolo, what substances involved? No. Because that could explain it. <laughs> no, I wasn't. And then this dragon Not came. You, them. <laughs> this dragon came <laughs> and it started just slithering around us. Really? And then we were flying and then... Wow. Was, yeah, and then there was... And then you took off on the back of a hippogriff. Yeah, that's it. So and I then you were Harry were Potter. <laughs> and then I was in a castle. Look, I don't know how they are. Mm. the things that you get, the places you find yourself in. So this was a oh, very, life, this was a very insightful uh, mini challenge that just <laughs> really it's certainly a talking really, point. Uh, you really brought a lot of it was, it was fun down. and it was silly and the message was important. So you know, I hope I hope our viewers at home took the important message from it. Wrap it up before you slap it up, basically. Mm. Now, have you ever had your heart broke from a Romeo? Maybe he left you for your cousin. <laughs> if you're not ready to make nice, it's time he paid the price. This week's Maxi Challenge, the girls have to transform into country pop girl groups. And they need to put their own spin on a breakup bop called Biflop. That's funny. Um, I want to clarify one thing. She said, did he ever leave you for his cousin? Okay. Because it was a joke. You know, oh, incest is funny, you know. Oh. Among, you know. I'm so pure. My mind probably just <laughs> heard it and then corrected it. <laughs> We've just watched Midsommar, so <laughs> incest is at the forefront of my mind. I don't, yeah, that's, I don't recommend it. It's, I loved I, it. I didn't like it at all. I loved it. It was just, it was scary and yuck. It was yuck and bizarre and I'm still thinking about it. That's a sign of a good film. Oh, no, I'm not. Although I did think, um, no, I'm not. <laughs> Sorry, over. Working in two teams, they need to write and record original lyrics about coming out the good side of a breakup. This sounds fun. I like this as a theme. I don't think they've done this before in terms of a a, a relationship breakup. We've heard a pop group break. I want a breakup. Bye bye. But it's different, but similar. Um, and there was there's that genius rhyming from Blue Hydrangea. Uh, um, was she rhymes. rhymed home with home? Really, really good. And she got a bad I can be the heroes, further goes back home. Now I'll send them home. Overall, really good performances that episode. But um, I guess Country and Western feels like it's been a bit of a theme this year because it was the All Star 6 finale mm. theme as well. Let's see what they do with it. Um, we felt like the tempo was a bit off in all star six so i'm hoping for up tempo pop country i want fun i want effervescence i want the girls i think they can have a lot of fun with this theme because i guess in all star six as well it was all about like patriotism and stuff and it was kind of serious and the girls are like i've got to be hashtag inspirational and here they can just be hashtag funny yeah funny and inspirational because coming out of a breakup can be really hard and tough tom yeah, but I, I don't want this to be a veil of tears. I want to be laughing. I want to be crying. Do you? I want to I want to feel empowered. <laughs> I want to feel like I can come out of a breakup stronger. Um because it's it's it can really do damage, Tom. It's I a very serious think subject. And as a psychiatrist, I feel like you're just glazing over the hurt that can come from a breakup. Divorce children's choosing which families to go with well Tom. gosh we're getting pretty deep there well th because this is a very deep topic it's drag race okay <laughs> they always go deep i think also it's a very country and western theme as well like you know tammy winnette d-i-v-o-r-c-e it's a great song r-e-s-p-c-t ruth franklin <laughs> i mean yes Tom, I'm, I'm right there with slightly you. less relevant no no i'm i'm, I'm, I'm same same, same wavelength yeah, well, yeah yeah um but great let's see what the girls can do yeah, well, they get to because the winners of the mini challenge was Cynthia and Gia. They chose their teams. Now, um, Gia first pick was Pythia, which is correct because I no sorry, Cynthia's first pick was obviously Kendall Gender because of the Brad Pack. Uh, yeah. We knew that was going to happen. Gia chooses Pythia. Now, for a girl group challenge. Pythia was written. No, she was amazing. She almost won that week, didn't she? Or did she win 
the Rusical. She won the Rusical. Yeah, that's, that's why. And also, Pythia is such a front runner. Yeah. And she's already shown that she can do a bit of everything. Yeah. Super sensible choice. So, yeah, Gigi Kendall's Pythia. a great choice as well. She was she was really high in the performance challenge. Yeah. She, she had great I've all, stage I, presence. Kendall does. Kendall's a very good performer. She's always on, and I really like that on, yeah. uh, on stage. Cynthia then chose Kimura Amore. And then... I think that's a sensible choice too. I can see. Um, I I think she was great in the the Rusical as the Bianca Del Rio type character, mm-hmm. um, and I think she's got great stage presence. And we've yet to see how she'd actually like sing and dance classically, but I can see her being good. To me, it sounds like these girls are going off what they remember from the Rusical mm-hmm. and how they're choosing these queens because that that's kind of what I'm seeing so far in terms of trends of picking. Yeah. Now, Gia then chooses Isis Couture, which... <coughs> wow. Oh, wow, you okay? Sorry. <clears throat> Just COVID, nothing serious. <laughs> um, Gia then chooses Isis Couture, which leaves Adriana and Eve 6000. <coughs> Interesting, because Isis was in the bottom two for the um, musical. Um, but then there was Eve 6000 and Adriana. Adriana was in the forgettable clown trio. Um, but Isis was proper bottom two because she was I don't think she should have been, though. I remember that. She was off with her dance steps and her and... Uh, yeah, but Adriana and that trio was the worst thing on Drag Race. I thought she was the most solid. Remember, she was with um, Ocean. She Ocean was really struggled. She was with Ocean and Suki. Yeah, oh, Tom. It was really bad. It was so bad. Wasn't Adriana the one who was like most on out of the three of them? Yes, but that's not a compliment. Okay, that, that, that's not saying that she was the Beyonce when everyone was really bad. It feels like maybe the girls know that this is something Isis will be good at. She just messed up now, for that challenge. Adriana is the last pick. Now, I why why do you feel she's down there? Because Adriana, she was the best of that trio. Uh, yep, I'll give you that. But what I've also noticed with Adriana is that when it comes um, time to perform, she is she is always on mm-hmm. even in the acting challenge where she won um we, we didn't agree with it but you can't say that she wasn't constantly giving you character yeah she wasn't constantly on even if even if um we felt like she missed it she committed to that character and she sold it so for me she's a very good performer i don't know why she would have been one of the last I think, um, I'm not sure how well she's gelled with some of the other girls in the sense that I think she's quite a quiet and introverted person. She doesn't get a lot of screen time. I don't have a huge sense of who Adriana is other than that she's sweet and pleasant um, and a great, you know, capable of being a great performer. Yep. Um, so I don't know if the girls may be underestimating her on, in this capacity, uh, you know, based on projection of personality in the workroom versus what she can actually do on stage which feels unfair if that's the case yeah you know i mean <clears throat> two ways people pick friends they pick friends we've seen that and then they or they pick talent and so it seems like it's friendship over there at the it moment. feels like pythia gets on well with everyone um and she's kind of friends with everyone and mm. she's a real front runner so she's an easy first pick isn't she i want to see what the rehearsals are like Great. So we have seen the full performances and, and the rehearsals. And the rehearsals. So we'll kind of combine them if we see. As we always do. Is this customary for us? For for our, our regulars, you guys. Mm. We, don't, we don't have to say it. You just know. Okay, you, you just get it. know. You get it, guys. Uh, so the first group is the Giddy Girls. And the Giddy Girls is Geometric, Isis, Couture, Adriana, and Pethia. Should we go through it girl by girl? Yeah, but what yeah. do you think overall? What do you think overall? Um... Of the song of... We've watched it through twice. Yeah. Um, so uh, it took me a couple of listens to get the song because there were kind of like changes in beat and tempo and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like for my for my silly little ears, it was a little bit complex. Okay. Um, but I enjoyed it a lot more on the second listen. Um, the hook was quite catchy. I will say, I'm sure you'll agree with me, not many wide shots of the group dance bits. It's that intern. Uh, it's that intern. He's getting overexcited again. He's a great. He's a. He's a great guy. He's a great I, guy. Oh my god. I he's did, got a great career ahead of him. Yeah, I saw enough. I saw enough. Okay. Okay. 
Uh, we'll start with Gia because she was the first queen there and she is the leader. I'm going to capitulate to you. What do you think of Gia? I thought Gia is a cute performer. Mm. And the, you know, the word cute's going to come about a lot because yeah. um, she, was, she was more than cute. She was a, a confident, good, she was just good. I didn't, she didn't, yeah. she didn't blow me away. Yeah. She didn't, um, she wasn't like hiding in the shadows. She was she hiding, hiding in, the shadows. in the shadows. <laughs> um, but, but also, she didn't snatch my weef. Did she not snatch your weef? She did not snatch my weef. My weef <laughs> is still on. Can I ask you a question now? Well, <laughs> why do you strangle my dog? I, I just, yeah, my wig's still on. That's just, that's just such a, the best way to I'll agree um, with explain, you. explain I, I think Gia. she's cute, and I feel like, and I wonder if she might get criticized for this. Her go-to character is kind of Valley Girl, and that seems to come through a lot in her performances. Great character to have as you go to, and she does it so well. But I was a bit like, I wasn't surprised by anything she did today. Um, but she was highly competent. I do highly like competent. her. I do like her verse. I like her lyrics. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm Gia, and I'm a ten out of ten. I thought when I first heard it, I I didn't think that it belonged when she sung that I'm the best you'll ever had mm. because um, that was a big thing in her rehearsal, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, I I, I I liked the Biff Naked Lady. She was really fun. She's cute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't think she needed that. Yeah. I think she could have done a bit stuck with the rap because if it's not going to be like an amazing like four part harmony yeah, yeah or if it's not going to be like a very strong confident vocal yeah um that's that that breaks the rap then um then don't do it i agree with you like what is it adding yeah yeah then don't do it so when she did that it took me out of uh yeah, it, it took me out of the flow because it just didn't belong there. It would have belonged there if she was a singer. Cause you, you can tell if someone's a singer because it's, it would have sounded great, mm. but it didn't add to. Her look was was cute. You know, she's tall. She's a model, isn't she? She can wear anything. Um, I, I noticed this group had matching hats. I think they must have like adorned them in the work, unless they were given them. Um, the, the fringe was almost, and I know the cowboys are very fringe, but the fringe was almost like a bit Chicago or something. It was cute anyway. She looked great. Um, yeah. But I'm not saying that Gia was bad. Gia, Gia was, no, she was good. She was good. She was good. She yeah, was yeah, good. Yeah. Um, that's just what I think of her verse. Mm. Next up, we have Adriana. Can I go first? I really enjoyed Adriana. I, just, so I thought I. she was great. Yeah. Um, Adriana was one of my faves. Um, I thought she brought really fun Latina, spicy, fiery energy. Um, I thought she performed the hell out of it. I loved her look because it was a little bit Madonna, 90s, Gautier, gold bustier. kind of. Got, which I think she was doing deliberately as well because when they said Madame X, she did the Madonna mm. um, winding the boobies thing. Um, loved her look, uh, loved her performance, uh, loved her lyrics. I thought she was fab. Yeah. Now, she is one of the ones who were struggling in the rehearsals, mm. um, trying to incorporate um, three languages, and we ambitious. saw her. We saw her really struggle with that. I think Adriana felt pressure to perform this week after being in the bottom last week, which I admire and I really like about her. Mm. Um, you know, we did see the kind of like a little bit of the workroom stuff, and she was like, "I'm aiming for the top this week." So, like, good for you, Adriana, and I thought she was great. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Uh, there was there was a part in her lyrics where she was struggling to say a few words together, and it reminded me of um, who was the hot dog lover, alien actress taking over. <laughs> yeah, Rita Baga. Rita Baga. Yeah, yeah. How Rita Baga was um, trying to add in a lot in <laughs> yeah. that one in that one moment, and I felt like Adriana was doing the same, but she actually pulled it together in the finale. Mm. I do want to say um, she. Is such a. I can hear you drinking. You're such a drunk. It's ASMR. Uh, no, Tom, guys, it's not. Guys, this is for you. Listen. Yeah, yeah. Hi, guys. This is for you. I, <laughs> I drink for all of you listeners. So if anybody's you. wondering, it's Negroni. It's a lovely winter warmer. You it's can't getting say colder that, here Tom. in the UK. Oh, my gosh. You're so racist. As RuPaul would say, what do you call me? Uh, okay. So she was a amazing dancer. She was always on throughout the whole thing, not just her verse. She is just so, she's a magnet. She's just so magnetic. She was, captures was, you yeah. um, in her performance. I really love that they added that effect on Cannibal. Mm. I am a cannibal. I was like, oh, that's awesome. I don't like that she rhymed the cover with cover. 
Oh no, she pulled a blue she hydrangea. She pulled a blue hydrangea. Oh. I was like, no, oh, Adriana, girl, she's in the bottom. <laughs> the cover. There's so many words that rhyme with cover. Lover. Um, I'm above her. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Above her. Um, expose her. <laughs> There's just so many things that you could have rhymed. You're not my mother. You're not my mother. <laughs> yes, I am. Well done. Well done. There's just so many, and I, I that's the one thing I didn't like. But then when I look at the her performance. She's just so stellar. And it's the whole way through. It's her dancing. It's mm. her face. It's yeah, She is really such good. A, a great performer. Really nice for her to have a good week after last week. Yeah. Next up, we had Isis. Now, Isis, um, her voice is really like this. Hey, isn't it's, it her it's voice? It's interesting. That's a little bit of because she went for the Butch Queen character in Screech as well. So it's like she's kind of comfortable inhabiting the kind of like bro which I think is a really fun twist in a drag queen. Like, why not go bro? But that's just her voice, isn't it? Her voice yeah, yeah, is kind yeah. of like this. Like, her normal speaking voice is like this, <laughs> isn't it? It's like she's here in the room. Yeah. It's I'm like a, she's here. Gosh. Oh, my God. Where <laughs> did I just go? <laughs> um, yeah. So when I was listening to her do her rap, it was really like this. And I just mm. thought it was really masculine and really bassy. <laughs> yeah. Jack, be nimble. Jack, be quick. Yeah. You know, that's... Um, uh, I think that she was very dynamic. Yes, yes. Very Agreed. dynamic. Um, that hip thrust at the end of her verse was just like, you know, like, bam, done. I felt like I'm Isis here. had something to prove after she did. being in the bottom in the musical she did. She did a good thing because she's like, she, she said that she's a great dancer, performer, and, and one of the challenges she um, where she had to display that, she didn't really sell it. Yeah. So I really felt like this was a redemption moment for her. Yeah, I, and, I thought this was nice to see as well. So a great, like, really enjoying seeing these girls do so well. Yep. Lastly, we have Pythia. I'm going to say Pythia was my least favorite of her. I felt like mm. she was doing a story time. I felt like she was reading a nursery rhyme. Her rap was just very... It was just very like so the, cutesy. The, yeah, because some girls do fall into that trap of like generic flow or kind of melody or rhythm or something, don't they? It was it's a bit yeah. like, I'm Roxy Andrews and I'm here to make it clear. But Roxy Andrews had more than this. <laughs> I, I, I agree with you as much as it pains me because I adore Pythia. Um, she was kind of probably the least good of this group. And I think they might, if she looked great, I loved her kind of like a liar inspired leopard print catsuit. Um, I do, what I thought was she was trying to deliberately move away from spooky and kooky and she was very sensual in her performance and I admire her for doing that, but unfortunately her energy was lower than everybody else. Yeah, there was no flavor. And then there was this move where I felt like she tried to do like a, (laughs) what what was it? Like she tried to do like a giddy up, like giddy girls. What it was, was was, it was a a tribute to Layla McQueen and it was a hashtag death splat. Oh my gosh. One more time, hashtag death splat. I don't know what that was. It was interesting as well. I think she was trying to do a death drop, but she was afraid of hitting one of the other girls. And it, it was a bit of a, um, a, a money cart, cart <laughs> wheel. Yeah. Um, yeah. Overall, it was a it was a good watch. It was a cute watch. Um, we haven't seen what's the next girls now yes. and comment and then compare. But for me, Adriana just stood out. She was the star so of much. this group. Yeah, for me. I see Adriana being in the top. Now we're the, on air. We're on air. Thanks. Uh, the Dosi Hoes. We just saw them. Now they are Kendall Jenner. Gender. Gender. Kendall, Kendall Gender. Kendall Eve 6000, Kamora Amore, and Cynthia Kiss. Yes. Um, overall, I thought that this was a, a good group. I would say that they're the stronger group for me. I would agree just, that the choreo felt more upbeat and cohesive as well. And like they were having a bit more fun. I thought the choreo for both um, teams were, were good. Okay, I'm I sorry. thought that the first team had more country in it. Like they had the whole, it was more country inspired, which I yeah, yeah, which I thought was good. But so did this team as well. Um, I th- yeah, I don't, I do. It was more together in this group. I, I the thought they, was they were looking, together. I, I thought they were looking like they had more fun. To me, that that's what I would say. Okay, but let's go girl by girl. Who do you like to start with? Well, we'll start with um the, the order, which is E six thousand. The only thing I want to start with is that E six thousand started the verse from the side, and I don't understand why. Mm. As in, like, if you're opening the shot, 
and then you know how they're doing the whole it's just starting these four girls she should have been center or at least one of the center girls mm, to turn around and then to walk straight through i found it odd that she was actually on the side and since she was starting the verse she walked from the side to center which for me is just distracting Yes, I agreed. Thought, Strange choice. Yeah, I was like, okay, Cynthia's starting it. And then someone just... So my eyes are already locked in center. And Eve walks into center as her verse is going. Yeah. So for me, it, it wasn't a strong start because of that. It was like, oh, okay, the, oh, you're, you're going first. Okay, let's hear it. Yeah, her look was adorable. It was very jam and the holograms does country and western. I think yep. Jam did do a country song, actually. I thought her verse, the right, the verse itself was strong. Yes. And like actually one of the funniest. Yep, I, I agree. Uh, Probably the best verse. The lyrics were really, really good. And I think when she said that she writes lyrics all the time, I can tell. Because yep. it was funny. The structure was great. There were loads of puns in there. There was a good story. Um, unfortunately, and I saw this when she was revealing as well. There's something, and I probably think it's, you know, Again, these are choices she's made and I respect them. I think it's probably to do with a little bit of the aesthetic work that Eve has had. Her face doesn't really move, unfortunately, and that impinges upon the delivery. I saw her doing her best to express it with her physicality, but her face did not convey it. it she was not expressive. In contrast to who will come to in a moment, Kendall, who was full of expression. Um, so that was unfortunate for me and I felt like it took away from the humour and delivery of some really amazing lyrics. Absolutely. Um, she said the words, she didn't perform the words mm. and that was what's missing. She would just come up there and just reading. She could have just read it off a piece of paper. Um, yeah. There was just no... no Oomph. There was no meaning behind anything. Like the the ending line is her saying, "I'm bringing up with y'all," and yeah. she just says it like exactly that. Not like I'm bringing up with y'all. Yeah, like, she's like. I'm breaking up with y'all. Like that would be the best breakup. If someone broke up with me like that, I'd be like, oh, <laughs> like are you actually breaking up? With I wouldn't. I don't believe you. I'm like, are you? Are you joking? Like because it doesn't sound like you're breaking, breaking up with up me. Are we going for drinks? Yeah, What's breaking up. Are you okay, babe? So we just we just go off for a bit. Yeah. Like yeah, that that was it. She just didn't perform, and, and there was just no meaning. I don't. I didn't believe a word she said, but I loved what she said. Yeah, it's like yeah, it's like you know when someone breaks up with you, like it's not me, it's it's not it's not you, it's me. I need to work on myself. It's like you <laughs> know, like like they're saying the words, <laughs> but like I don't believe you, and that's the kind of the same thing as her. Like, I don't believe anything you're saying. Um, she does credit for coming up with the team name of Dozy Hose. That, that, yeah, she's great with her wordplay and stuff. She's really really clever. Uh, Kamora Amor. What do you think of Kimora? I love her verse. I love her verse. The rhythm that she got from it and that I, I could listen to it again. It was a bit different in place uh, to the Yeah. So you think you're going to creep? Hey, my mind going to keep no, no. You left my lying on the floor. Ha! Now I don't see how. I'll be honest. <laughs> <laughs> you love it, don't you? <laughs> 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 okay. okay, great. You are also in the dozy hose, apparently. Um, I it took me a couple of listens to get the rhythm of her verse, but that's because I'm thick, probably. Um, but it was a nice palate cleanser because everybody else was going for like these peppy up tempo, quite tight verses. She like used, like you said, it was interesting. There was space and stuff. Her face, again, great face, great performance. Her look to me was very like Sasha Fierce does country. That's Sasha Fierce hair, right? Don't you ever, don't you ever that say that hair is about Sasha Beyonce. Fierce. That hair is straight out of the um, uh, single ladies video. Sorry. I mean, you know, what's wrong with her I, look? I don't think you're I, going further. I loved her It's verse. denim and fringe. It's country. Like her flow. The it's, It was just the eight. Hey, my mind gonna keep. No. Kimura was great. I think like yeah, we, saw, we saw a real star quality in Kimura oh, this week. Now do see how. I thought she was fab. She's like the rapper. You know, the mm. rapper in a country group. No. <laughs> There is none. She's a bit like Elise Dixon in Mystique. She was... Um, She's like Mel B and Spice Girls. Uh, a wig did find its way into my bag. Who was it? <laughs> Raja. Raja. She was like the Raja. You know, Raja I came... I that's your the... defining Raja O'Hara moment. <laughs> yeah. One wig did find its way into, into my, my bag. bag. <laughs> yeah. And she was like, like yeah. Mm, and... <laughs> then she chucks it at her. How she had the rap inside the country. I love that she kind of... It was... She had that kind of flavor rap. It was just really... I just really liked the flow. 
I just really to draw don't. on a little bit of the mirror moments as well, Kimura made such a good point. And I love how Kimura does it because she, she does it on Instagram a lot as well. Um, you know, more of a light needs to cast to be cast on uh, the way that rock and roll and pop, modern rock and roll and pop as we know it, is based upon black music. It's based upon rhythm and blues. And people forget that because it's become so... Obviously, it's dominated by white artists and it's so mainstreamed. Mm. Um, the, the roots of it do need to be acknowledged. And I love that she made that point. Thank you, Tom. Mm. Thank you. Thank you for bringing that up. Mm. <clears throat> it does need to be heard and reminded. For I, I already know that, Tom. But um, thanks. But your white guilt just really made absolutely, it really, really. <laughs> your really, white guilt just really. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Here we go. Two, on my second Negroni, Tom, the white guilt will yeah. make us self known. Is this a white guilt thing? <laughs> 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 okay. Okay. You, you've said it now. You can. Mm. You're, you're you're validated. Okay. Thanks. You're a good person. I've earned again. points for, for yeah. a week. <laughs> Yeah, uh, next up, Kendall. Now, Kendall, um, I, I want to start off with um, with her verse and her rhythm. It's I found it very interesting that she went on the offbeat, and at times I felt like she was offbeat. <laughs> I I don't understand. I mean, I understand what she was going for. I understand going on the offbeat, but I think she went on the offbeat and then kept going on the off offbeat, oh. but still found her way back in. Mm. I, I think I like it. I really enjoyed Kendall. Well, like, this is her verse now. As a performer, Kendall just ate this. She smashed it. She, She's so good. She ate it. My eyes she, are on her all the time. She ate all the other girls. Not just because she dresses Woody from Toy Story, but sexy. But that too. It's amazing. What a, what a fantastic that reference. Is, and her look is just stellar. Her performance is just stellar. She is just always on her face. Like you can, you always know what she's thinking and feeling. And yes. her, her face tells a story. It amplifies her performance. She's a natural on stage. I've got to say, Kendall's probably my favorite of this group. And she finds the camera. Oh, she does. And the camera she loves her. She finds the camera. I just, yeah, she is such a great performer. She gives such good face. Again, like sadly in contrast to say Eve, Kendall was the opposite and just expressed and emoted. And it was so mm -hmm. good. Like, because she was shown as being on the struggle bus a little bit in the rehearsal. Um, so it was great that the final product was actually fab. She's just so confident because even yeah. though she was on the struggle bus in the in the rehearsals, she's still like you know having a good time like, as mm. that she's killing it. I'm like, get it, Kendall. Like, go, Kendall. Live your life, girl. Her padding is flawless as well. It's just she's a star. She is. She's got great star she power. She is a star. She can she can hold a stage. She can hold a room. She can captivate a room. Mm -hmm. She is strong enough. To hold to an audience. Uh, Cynthia, I just felt, I just like, Cynthia is, Cynthia is such a, a good performer as well. Yes, she was very um, good. She was, she, she, it's just that everyone was outshone by Kendall, let's be very honest. Mm -hmm. But Cynthia um, is also a very good performer. But she, she kept making me laugh. <laughs> she kept making me laugh. Like that shoulder thing she does. I'm just like, she's just so Britney. <laughs> it's very Britney and Christina energy. Which I loved, because obviously Britney and Christina dip their toe into little bits of country. I wouldn't say Christina. Um, the, Britney and Christina are two very, very different um, performers and people. That's She's a fair not comment. Christina. I do She's tend to lump them together a bit because they were so, like, you know, They're, notable pop princesses of their time. They're two white pop princesses at the same time. Well, the they, they, they dominated thing. the pop scene together for decades. I mean, she was they're, singing, they're like, rivals. sometimes I run, and Christina was doing, like, dirty, gonna get a little... No, that was wasn't, that wasn't yeah, exactly an No, sometimes yeah. on her first, Britney's first album, Tom, Dirty just, was Britney, Christina's just, second one. Just drink your no, white I don't girl. think you should challenge me on Britney and Christina, actually, because I think I'm more <laughs> well-versed in them than you no, are. They're, they're very different people. They're very different singers. They're very different performers. She was doing Genie in a Bottle when Britney was doing Sometimes. Genie in a Bottle was about a girl in her V. I know what? In her V. What's a V? Virginity. It's very different to Britney's Hit Me Baby One More Time. She was always encouraging the domestic she violence. Always, <laughs> she always God. pushed it. But look. She's a reason that the domestic violence statistics went up there. Yeah. They had, okay, they were very, in some ways, yes, Christina was more explicit in that way. But look at the video for Hit Me Baby One More Time. It was very provocative. Very Lolita. Very provocative. It was. It's Doing really, cartwheels it's, inside a gymnasium. Come off it. It was 
borderline inappropriate, actually. She no, actually, made, it was actually really inappropriate looking back. The the video for Hit Me Baby One More Time is very the, Lolita. The only inappropriate thing was that nose. What I mean, nose? her old nose. She's got her old nose in that photo, and that, and that, doesn't she? Britney? Yes. I don't think Britney's had a nose job. Yeah, all the Kim Kardashians, all of them are natural. <laughs> the Kardash- No, that's a separate topic altogether that I could wax lyrical about for hours, but I don't think Britney's had a nose job. She's had a nose job. Britney is kind of like well known for having very little done to her face. Well, they probably wouldn't let her, Tom. No, well, she's no. only hey, she's freed. Yay, Britney's I, freed I, now. Britney's so maybe you know, oh my gosh, she's, look, look what happens now. Now for, that she's free, we're going to be seeing her lips go back up. She's going to get no, big lips. No, no, no. She's going to get all those fillers. She's going to start doing no, whatever she wants to her no, body. She's no, going to no. start having an ass. I, th- I think. I think. Britney's quite well known for not liking people like touching her face and stuff. And so she's more power to her. She's rejected things like that. Okay. She's not had many aesthetic procedures. Cynthia. So back to Cynthia. Um, great voice. Lovely verse. Um, they look cute. Maybe less cohesive than some of the others. But I can see what she's going for. She, you know, we all know that she has a phenomenal voice. The voice was great. She probably excelled on that front, I would say. Yeah. She she stuck to what she knew. It was nice having as uh, I thought that there was m- the most versatility in this group in, in the sense that we had one one rap. I think it was a rap or one nursery rhyme, whatever you call Eve six thousand. <laughs> one um spoken word. We had one. <laughs> we had one spoken word this by piece Eve. Is yeah, called <laughs> the same parts. We had one spoken words. We had one like rap. Um, with 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 flow dot com, then we had a, a, another rap with, that was another another flow um, dot org <laughs> dot uk slash, and then we had a singing. So there was there was versatility in this group. All of the girls were quite yeah. unique and different. Um, I mean, so they had a great verse. It was it was good singing. So very simple choreography. Who was your st- you choose one star and one bottom in this group? The star all around in terms of performance is Kendall. Agree. But for me, the best verse that I liked as my taste was Kimura's. That's fine. Okay. You can have an A and a B. Yeah. Or two A's even. Um, I would agree with that. And I would say that um, poor old Eve is probably in the bottom. And then having, you know, we've spoken about the first group and we think that Adriana was probably the star of that group. And Pythia, of all people, might be bottom. in the bottom there yeah. just because it didn't shine as bright. So it could have changed from the runway. So let's check that out. All right, let's wrap this up. What is the theme? What's the category for the runway? So monochromatica futuristic pop princess, which feels like super duper specific. So I think the idea is they've got to be all in one color um, and also have like a futuristic pop feel. It feels like it's kind of like supposed to be Gaga's current era, but not quite. I mean, current I'm album lo- campaign. I'm at looking least. at them on the stage and I just love how they look together, but they must have been assigned colors. Not necessarily, because there's a couple of like no purpley lavenders. No, they're different. They're different colors. Probably would have been more interesting if if like someone got yellow, there. then someone got lemon sherbet, and then you know like different shades. None of them are the same. Let's start with Adriana. So Adriana says that she feels quite uh, Ariana Grande inspired. I guess she's like a little Ariana bit Grande. Ariana Grande. <laughs> uh, she's a bit Ariana from the Rain on Me video, I guess. Uh-huh. Is she something like that. I'm not, I don't, I'm not the most au fait with Ariana Grande. Um, so, yeah, I mean, she looks super gorgeous. Like, she had this fascinator, those really structured elements, um, these kind of panniers. Very futuristic, definitely. I think she's filling the brief. She had these furs, definitely monochromatic in this lovely sort of cerulean colour. Um, she looks beautiful. For some reason, I got, like, Celine Dion vibes. I don't know why. Um, neither. No, I don't know. It's just... My brain. I'm going to. Brain. Uh, I'm going to tick it because just because I like it. Oh, because she actually looks gorgeous and it's a fantastic look. Okay. Yeah. Great. Next up, we have Ketamine. Exactly. Oh. I was going to say Sorry. very Ketamine. Who was it? Uh, is Isis. Isis Couture. Isis probably wouldn't have seen Drag Race Down Under by the time this was filmed. Why? Well, this would have been filmed early this year. Drag Race Down Under came out in what? March? Ah, okay. Yeah. Um, 
but she looks great. It's you know, similar sort of reference, but very kind of um, Mugler gold bodysuit C3PO kind of look. Very Fifth Element, long kind of like techno braids. Very yeah. club kid. Very club the, kid. Those boots are very boots. club kid. I like this. I think it's fab. If, if Sailor Moon was a robot, this is her. Mm. And I'm I'm here for it. I like the look. I think yeah. it's cool. It's great. It's a tick. It's a tick. Uh, next up, we have the green Pythia. Pythia, this isn't my absolute favorite Pythia look that I've ever seen, just because I'm used to her being so avant-garde. Um, it's pretty. She looks great. She's got all this kind of like neon green tool. Um, like it's a little bit, um, I guess, you know, like jellyfish, McQueen, Plato's Atlantis, silhouette kind of inspired a little bit. You know, all these, when I see lots and lots of yards of colorful tool, I think of Jean-Baptiste Valley. Um she looks pretty. It's not bad. It's just not as elevated as some of the other concepts on the runway, I think. She's the only one who doesn't have the same color shoes as the outfit on stage. What? Well, you know, it should be marked down on that. Considering Pythia wasn't the strongest performer this week, they're going to be looking for reasons to critique her. So they may say something about those shoes. Okay. Yeah. Um, I still like her look. She looks great. She looks really, really she pretty. She looks like a delicious spinach. <laughs> and who doesn't like spinach? What spinach have you been eating? That's um, luminescent. Well, I'm more the hair color. Okay. Yummy. Well, is the hair color different to the dress as well? I'm... Well, yeah, but it's still monochromatic. It's still green. You're right. I think you're allowed to play with shades within that. Okay, calm down, Pythia. <laughs> um, now, I'll flick it. I'm going to take it because she basically still looks good. Okay, next up we have Geometric. This is really cool. I love this, like, molded like a, plastic panel. It's like um, uh, um, a motorbike, uh, uh, a glamorous, skinty motorbike skinty. costume. Yeah. So there are all those different elements in there. So she does give me kind of, like, Lady Gaga Chromatica vibes. There is that kind of motocross kind of element. There's, yeah. There's very... Bit. There's this is amazing design house called Namilia who take inspiration from, like, motocross and that do all those kind of, like, paneled designs. It's really, really cool. Um the molded breastplate is really, really cool. So lots of designers have done that, you know, from Isimiyaki to Tom Ford. But it always looks really, really cool and a drag queen, I think. If I was to give one little minor criticism, Uh-oh. all the interest is on top and is lost on the legs. Even if she just, you know, those amazing molded plastic panels, if she'd even just put a couple of shin pads on or something, okay, it would have just like rounded it out better. Minor criticism for a really cool look. Okay, well, I'm taking it. It's a tick. Next up, we have Cynthia. This is pretty. I think I just probably just don't get it in the way that I get some of the others. I feel like this is the mom's superhero, <laughs> the super, you know, the mom of a superhero. Yeah. Who was just like and shopping on like maybe on the high street in Mars or Venus. I just, yeah. I'm not getting superheroes. She's given me less power and futurism than the others. She says, she says it's more of like a sixties take on it. I'm showing, probably showing my ignorance. I don't necessarily get that reference. You know, she's got this pretty powder pink ruched velvet. It's definitely very, very interesting texture. Mm. Um, uh, but I'm not necessarily seeing, super, you know, pop star futurism. Yeah, I'm getting, uh, it's a flick for me. She still looks pretty. It's a tick. I just think she's a bit off theme. It's it's like when you put Anastasia next to Cardi B. That's what I feel like I'm looking at. You know, mm. I'm out of love, set me free. That's what I feel like I'm looking at. Okay, her. with the with the visor, yes. yeah. Compared to the next queen over, who I'm seeing more Lil Kim and um, Cardi oh, B. So let's let's, <laughs> let's talk about Kendall Gender. Um, I don't know if you know, there's this really famous Lil' Kim costume. It's yellow and it really looks like the outfit that she's got on right now. Tom. So, wow. It's almost as if, um, almost as if you had a little chat with somebody about that. No, I just, in the I, middle I'm, of the room, I think. I'm just fashion, Tom. <laughs> Thank you. Um, what, what are your thoughts though? I think she looks like a hip hop superstar. Um, again, it put me in mind of Lil' Kim in the like the funky chicken kind of like yellow ah, so you know that look. Yeah, look. Yeah. yeah 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 and I also you know when I see a finger wave like that I do think of Lil' Kim as well like a neon finger wave when I see a finger wave now Cardi B Is that rocks Cardi, it a yeah. lot yeah she rocks it a lot I think she's blending you know different hip hop superstars there bit of Lil' Kim bit of Cardi she looks great I love the look I love it great week for Kendall yeah 
Next up, we oh, I love this look that we're seeing on Eve Six Thousand. This is this is a really, really, really good bodysuit. It's a, yeah, the shape is gorgeous. The hair, the I think this is a major tick. If you're gonna do a bodysuit, do it this way. This is really good because she is actually, you know, I guess kind of if I'm drawing contrast to Gia, who also looks amazing. Gia's wearing like an amped up bodysuit with extra panels and stuff. This is just a bodysuit. She's put one garment on here, but it's really, really, really good. Um, the paneling and stuff is incredibly flattering. Her padding is beautiful. Puts me in mind of there's this McQueen collection from 2005 that again had like this sort of motocrossy but pastel um, cat suits. So it reminds me a little bit of that. And I think this color is beautiful. Yeah. It's a good one. It's a good Hair's one. big. I love it. Major Turk. Major Turk. Mm-hmm. Next up, we have Kimura Amor. I'll say Kimura, probably a little bit like Pythia, stands out a little bit on the runway for not giving me the same sense of pop star futurism. Does she look it's beautiful? It's not pop star. It's like a ballad. Yeah. It's like Celine Dion singing her ballad outfit. Yeah. It's it's not pop. She looks totally beautiful. Like, she's like a she's a diva. She's like an she's a a, a ballad diva, an R and B diva, but that's not a pop star. Yeah, she's gonna be very Ice Queen, you know. Mm. Again, there's an Alexander McQueen collection that had loads of like Ice Queen kind of Narnia kind of silhouettes in it. Um, I like this fishtail gown on her. It's, it's you know it's a bit Dream Girls. It's very Zach Posen. It's she looks beautiful. Again, I just think she slightly missed the brief. It, it's not i guess where she misses it for me is she doesn't look futuristic yeah she looks like she's from neptune she looks like she is the queen she of, looks intergalactic but not futurist yeah, yeah okay. if, you, if you get me ah, i get you yeah so it's a, uh, we have to flick it because it's a lovely dress on the wrong day i don't feel like i can flick it because she still looks beautiful but it's wrong category tom but uh, no you have to look at the category because what if she came wearing something completely beautiful that misses the mark of the theme you well, have i, to I look guess at i the flick theme. cynthia as well then and maybe Good. even pythia there you go there you go tom see See, you're welcome. You're welcome. Mm. Now, we've seen all the looks. Who are the winners? Who are your winners and who are in the bottom? I feel like the looks on the runway have just compounded who I thought were the were winners. So, like, Kendall and Ariana, uh, Adriana are um, both tops for me. I wonder if Kimura being off theme could take her out of the top a little bit, which would be a shame. Mm. Um, Eve looks stunning. She's still one of the worst performers in the in a group challenge and Pythia as well like unfortunately Pythia's in the bottom her look isn't elevated enough to keep her out the bottom I would like to see Kimura in the top because I I genuinely loved her performance and this outfit misses the mark but I always uh, she should be in the top but she shouldn't win because of because she missed the mark on the outfit I just wonder if say because of the outfit you know say Isis may edge into the top okay but the top is Adriana, Kendall, and... Kimura, Isis, we'll see. Kimura, Isis, yeah. And then the bottoms are going to be Pythia and... Pythia and Eve. And Eve, okay. And, and like wonder else who, who else they might put in the bottom three. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. The shenanigans going on. I think Pythia was um, spared the bottom this week Mm -hmm. by giving the win to the whole team of the Giddy Girls and keeping the whole team safe. Do I agree? No. I don't agree either. I think, you know, let's be fair. Let's just be fair. We're not going to play favourites, even what you you did imply about me earlier that I lack bias. Uh, I think, um, you know, group... Group saves come into play when they're trying to save somebody. Yeah. Otherwise, they they judge as a level playing field. Um, Pythia um, was saved today. Gia getting the win. I wouldn't of, of that group. I would have no. given it to Adriana. Adriana should have won. Adriana mm. should have, if they're going with what they were going with, which is we're going to save this whole group. We're going to choose a winner from you. The win should have gone to Adriana. It's it's like they're trying really, really hard not to create a proper front runner at this out of point. Ju- out of out of well, no, yeah. I don't think that they wanted Adriana to be a front runner because this should have been a week for them to well, give her. Let's come back to Drag Race Statistics One Hundred and One though. Anybody who has a a win within the first four episodes has an increased likelihood of being the winner of the season. But it would push Adrian into a really, really comfortable position if she had a second win. 
Anywho, Jay was fab. You know, we liked her performance. We're just not sure that she should have got the win. And giving the team safe status is a bit weird and definitely protected Pythia. Much as we love Pythia, um, it could have been her first time to lip sync this it week. It should have been, yeah. If we're but playing also, fair. I think that Gia, Magic, Gia being the team leader, maybe that helped her get the win too. And I guess. And she was a good team leader. Well, I didn't mention it before, but in the rehearsals, Gia said something that was so good. She said, what's a move that... Th- I want everyone to think of a move that you that you like or that you can do and will incorporate it into it. That is a good that, one. Uh, when she said that, I'm like... Okay, straight away, you're giving everyone confidence in one movement and they can build go. from there. So That's she why she was, got the win. She was a good team leader. So That's you, you have to say win. that. Anyway, so that means that the other team, um, Dosi Hose, were all up for elimination. The bottom two ended up being Cynthia versus Eve. So therefore, we saw this lip sync. I, I think of that group, you know, we did identify Eve as somebody who struggled if we had to choose one other person, we really enjoyed Kendall and Kimura. So by default, it ends up being Cynthia. Mm. And she was the team leader. Yeah. So both the girls, it's their second time in the bottom. And they're performing to I Love Myself Today by Biff Naked. I love myself today. And, what did you think? Um, I think that it was a rock song. So I feel like... Uh, you could talk more about this than I can. Well, Cynthia got a kind of like punky synth song last time as well. This seems to be Cynthia's wheelhouse. And I do think Cynthia performed it really, really well. She gave us lots of emotion. She gave us us lots of attitude. She worked that stage. Again, coming back to Eve, she does struggle with expressiveness. Whether that's through choice or through her aesthetic work is something that does come up for queens sometimes. Um, and also her her moves felt more hesitant to me. She didn't feel as committed to the song as Cynthia, so I am going to give this to Cynthia quite convincingly. It was for me. It was quite easily Cynthia's because mm. if it's about attitude and the song was really rock you you have to really feel it and not just feel it you have to show us that you feel it yeah and that shows a lot through your face and if you can't do anything to your face because of the work done you're kind of already at a disadvantage yeah aren't you so cynthia but yeah cynthia definitely gets the win for me i would say so should we find out and we say bye to Eve 6000. We do. She came a long way. She fought. She made a mark. She really made she a made mark. She made her mark. She's a memorable She character. was here. And a fabulous queen with a lot of talent. Just seems like um, she's going to continue to work on herself and, and just like realize her potential, I think. Yeah. Very soon, I hope. Yes, yes. Um, I think she'll watch this and learn and grow and just i did like her comments the girls in in untucked like don't therapize me i like that as a throat as a phrase don't therapize me have you not heard it before has none of your clients ever said um you need to stop therapizing me i just thank you obviously it's not a real word therapize yeah but it feels like it should be like it's, don't therapize me i think it's a real world tom so yeah <laughs> just don't therapize <laughs> me says to me don't therapize me I'm like don't well, therapize what, me well, why are you here you know it's okay we can end this conversation no refunds yeah well thank you for coming um keep in touch maybe not that's it uh, another episode done for Canada's Drag Race our mm-hmm. front runners still are Pythia even though she was saved I I really feel like the world's sleeping on Kendall gender. I do too I really I, feel like she's being slept on I feel like she's on. getting quite an unfair shake of things we've also got this like really even distribution of wins like we've got five girls with a win each and we're now in the top seven so there's only like Kendall and Kimura without a win yeah um you know none of the eliminated girls had a win it's a very interesting distribution um I feel like Kendall's win is long overdue and it's got to be coming soon yeah but we'll see we'll see what is in store it's a ball next week is she a seamstress <laughs> Uh, I liked her look in the first week, so we'll see. Okay. Uh, look, I couldn't really tell what the theme was, but they were like they were using a lot of natural materials. We'll figure it out next week. Yeah. No need to guess. It'll be wow. given to us. I'll make it my main job to try and guess. Everyone, make sure you're following us on all social medias. That's Twitter and Instagram. If you would mm-hmm. like, write us a review. Of course, we'll get a shout out on the show, but that's us for this week. Another episode of Spilling the GNT Podcast. You're here with Bolo. And Dr. Tom. We'll see you guys next time. Lots of love, guys. See you soon. <laughs>